Growing up, I always enjoyed uh, baseball. And as a kid, I was in Little League, uh, continuing on through, uh, through high school. And even after high school, enjoyed being in uh, some softball leagues during the summertime, be home from college, get in these leagues with uh, some good high school buddies. And uh, I remember a particular game, this 12-inch uh, softball league, summertime young adult, uh, true story. And it was the bottom of the last inning. We had men on first and second. And uh, yours truly was up. And I had, I had visions of being the hero and uh, either tying the game or, or maybe even winning the game. And so uh, pitch comes my way and I hit a hot smash to the third baseman who was hugging the line. And he uh, steps on third to force the guy coming from second. He throws to second, forces that guy. He whips it over the first and they barely get me at first, first base. Triple, triple play, the game is over. I was, uh, I couldn't believe it. My teammates couldn't believe it. The birds flying overhead could not believe it. <laughs> and the other team is celebrating. And uh, a, a triple play is a, uh, it's kind of a rarity in, in baseball. And uh, I know so many kids here are probably playing baseball. And so all of us, a lot of us here, sometime in our life, we've have anyone else here ever hit into a triple play? It's like, uh, as you can tell, I'm not over it yet. You know, I'm, uh, years of therapy and I'm still not over this, this defeat. Actually, 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 I'm over it. But I, I just use that as, a, as, a, as an image for some things we have to deal with in life. And, uh, you know, we all like to win and experience success and we, we have a lot of that. But every now and then we're gonna, we're gonna have a defeat and, or we're gonna hit a wall or we're gonna find ourselves in a uh, kind of a deep, dark valley. And what does our faith say to us at that time, where, where, where's the Lord in that mix? And what can he bring to us during, the, during those times? And I'd like to reflect on that a bit in light of the, the, the scriptures today. And you look at Jesus in today's gospel, he's in, his, he's in his home area and he's proclaiming his message and he's not having a lot of success. They say, isn't this the, you know, the, isn't he a carpenter? And don't we know his, his relatives? And you know, who, who is, what, so they, they kind of dismiss him and in Jesus's home area. So he, didn't, so he had to go to a place where there was deeper faith. There's another instance in the, in, in the scriptures where uh, Judas betrays him. Jesus spent a lot of time teaching him, being with him, and it didn't work out. And when Jesus was dying on the cross, I bet some people as they were looking upon him thought, uh, boy, total defeat. What a failure. But we know, we know Jesus is risen. But Jesus also had to encounter some, some struggles on his journey. Look at St. Paul in the reading today from, from Corinthians. St. Paul was a gifted guy. He was charismatic, intelligent, and he had great success in starting early Christian communities. This one in, in Corinth. And, but you catch up with him in today's scripture, and he's, it's like he's hit a wall. And here's what St. Here's what Paul says that I, Paul, might not become too proud. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, an angel of Satan to beat me, to keep me from becoming too proud, too elated. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it might leave me. But the Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. My grace is sufficient for you. Scripture scholars differ on what this thorn in the flesh is. Some think it might be some personal sin that Paul was struggling with and he just couldn't overcome it. He was just struggling with that. 
Others, and it seems this to be the majority opinion, think it was probably a difficult person in this, this early Christian community or, or persons. And Paul just really was having a hard time dealing with the situation and he's asking, Lord, please help me with this. He begged. And what, what does the Lord communicate to him? My grace will be sufficient for you. And I think Paul, he, obviously he trusted and he was able to, to move forward. How about for you and me? You hear these, uh, these particular scriptures and we, we're all gonna have times, we have a lot of times where it's uh, success and we're in a winning streak. But there's gonna be times in our lives where we do hit a wall as well, or maybe life's a mess and we experience defeat. What's the Lord, what can he do for us at those times? I wanna just touch on three things briefly. I think one is he can bring us to a deeper humility. You know, for St. Paul, one of, I bet one of his temptations was arrogance, becoming full of himself, self-centeredness. He's a gifted guy. And I think through this experience, he was humbled. And I think he grew to value the importance of humility, to realize that he's not God, and he needed to allow the Lord to be at the center. I think that's the journey for all of us, to have that humility to allow the Lord to be at the center. We're not meant to be in that place. We're not meant to be God's. And humility is, that's what helps us to grow in that direction. And when we are humble, the Lord can do great things in our lives as he did for, for St. Paul. Because then we're like this, we're receiving. And he has all kinds of wonderful blessings he, he wants to give us. And the biggest one is that awareness that his grace will suffice. He'll give us that spirit of perseverance. A second thing, there's gifts of wisdom and courage. Abraham Lincoln is one of the greatest uh, presidents in our country's history. And it's interesting in his journey that he experienced a lot of defeat before he was elected. He lost a lot of elections, but he didn't give up, he persevered. And he would become that instrument that would end slavery in our country. And he had to have courage and wisdom. And I think those are some of the blessings that the Lord can bring to us during those times when we, uh, we, we do run into that wall or maybe we do experience a defeat. And if you're in the presence of a person who's very wise, and we probably all have some wise people in our lives, you can know that they've been through a lot. You don't get wisdom by snapping your fingers. It's usually experience and kind of dealing with some tough stuff and persevering. And I think that's how that, that Christian character is formed and that fiber and the Lord, he'll do that for us. And so we all, we all, in this day and age, we need a lot of courage to live out our Christian faith. You know, we, we need a lot of wisdom, but the Lord, he will, he will give us that in our openness to him. And lastly, I'll call this one uh, hope for new life. You know, when you look at some of very key people in the New Testament, you think of like the prodigal son from that parable, the woman at the well whose life was a real mess. Their lives attest to the truth that God can bring good things out of tough times. When you look at some of the great saints in our tradition, like St. Ignatius of Loyola and St. Augustine, at one time their lives were a mess and they were lost, but they would go on to do great things when they finally opened themselves to God's grace. You look at the witness and testimony of many of you who've been through a lot, and I probably include myself on, on, on that one as well, and those times where we were really struggling 
and were, maybe life was a mess, or we were grieving, or we were kind of felt powerless about something. And when we did open ourselves to God's grace, you know, he touched our lives, as he does for so many of the great saints, so many of the people in the New Testament. And we learn his grace will suffice. And then, we, then we're really equipped to serve, and he really helps us to serve him with his heart. I was just talking with a parishioner recently, and she was mentioning to me that there was a time in her life, a number of decades back, where you know, she wasn't real strong in her faith. And when she finally opened herself to that grace, everything changed. You know, and now she is doing wonderful things for others. And her faith shines through her life and her words. Not that life is ever easy, but when we allow the Lord to be at the center and to really trust that his grace will suffice and we take that hand, he can do great things through us. And we can truly make a difference in this world for the Lord. So as we gather today to receive the Eucharist, and we all have our story, and uh, for some of you gather, as we're gathered here today, uh, you're probably going through a tough time. So I encourage you, don't lose heart. And just like for St. Paul, you know, the Lord, his hand is there, extended. And uh, maybe we're on top of the mountain right now, and that's great, and we, 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 we need those times in life when it's all about, when there's a lot of W's. But uh, there's going to be those times where uh, we need to take that hand of the Lord. And some of the best things he's going to do in our lives, some of the best virtues, they're going to come through those tough times. So as we receive the Eucharist today, let us take his hand, receive him into our hearts, and be strengthened as his disciples in the world.